The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's time now for you to pull out your pen and paper and get ready for a veteran's place with our host, Dr. Don Muller. Uh, Don is not only a dentist, but he's also a physician, an MD, and he just couldn't get enough of medicine and decided just working on the mouth wasn't enough. He wanted to work on your hair as well, um, or be able to, if necessary. And uh, Don is here, and he's a veteran, which uh, we applaud, and uh, thank him for his service during Vietnam. He was a medic in Vietnam and came back and became a dentist and then became an MD. So without further ado, and if you folks have been listening to A Veteran's Place, you know all about Don and, and his, his expertise on PTSD. And we encourage you to tell your friends, whether they're veterans or just tell your friends about a place for veterans, and they may know someone that's not getting sleep that could use something that Don Muller has invented and uh, 98% effective for those that suffer from PTSD and can't sleep at night. So not a cure, just a remedy for getting your sleep. So, without further ado, as they say, good morning, Don. Good morning, Dave. It's uh, supposedly a good morning. we got a lot on the uh, agenda today. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of things. One is the world war that's fixing to start, and veterans can feel that in their bones. We're going to talk about some things I've filed with the Federal Trade Commission and the U.S. Department of Justice for the VA IG's refusal to answer questions. We're also going to talk about uh, a new broadcast uh, guest here that we're going to have, a uh, uh, U.S. Air Force uh, flight nurse major, uh, Karen, Dr. Karen Parker, who also does research. And we're going to tell veterans uh, about Federal Trade Commission and uh, – and, and possibly bait and switch or fraud. Mm. How's that sound, Dave? It sounds like it's running over the edges of the plate. Yep. So, uh, Dean, we're going to take a break to play the little Jody chant for a little bit and yep. for the prayer, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Oh. 
Hallelujah. I can do it. I can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, man. Oh, man. He can hang. He can hang. Young man. Young man. He can hang. He can hang. Feels good. Feels good. So good. So good. Oh, yeah. 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 Pick him up. Pick him up. Put him down. Put him down. First the left. First the left. Then the right. Then the right. Okay, we're back on a veteran's place, and we always have to play that the cadence call and make sure that our hearts are beating and ready to go. I know, you know, from a psychology standpoint, I know how important the cadence, the uh, jodies as we called them, were uh, when I was on active duty. And uh, even as a reservist, it was fun to... Uh, be doing a force march or be doing double time and get a Jody started. And um, I think Jodies make the world go around. If they don't, they certainly help it go around. So with that said, Don, let's jump right into your full plate. All righty. Well, right now it's almost like being in a time machine. Uh, all the veterans out there, and including first responders, police, firemen, nurses, we know what's about to happen, and we've been around and, and involved in this profession long enough to know the amount of suffering uh, that's going to start occurring. About our next broadcast, we have no idea, and that will be in a week, what the course of this, of this war is going to take. Uh, we, having been veterans and deployed, uh, we have to keep this, our Israeli uh, Defense Force brethren in our prayers. Uh, there's no excuse for what Hamas uh, did to the nation of Israel. Without excuse, there's, it's just, out, it, it's beyond words and it's outrageous. And uh, unfortunately, the Hamas uh, organization are very slow learners, and I actually think they're pretty much up with the kamikazes of World War II. They actually uh, don't care what happens, and we know from history that in World War II, when the kamikazes started, there's it's very difficult to stop a kamikaze attack. Uh, for example, on a Navy ship, uh, it's like a... Um, guided missile because you got a pilot doesn't care. We've got a lot of fighters uh, in Hamas. It doesn't doesn't seem that they care. I'm going to add Hezbollah to that too. So the reason I'm bringing this up on the show is as veterans who now constitute a small minority uh, of our of our patriots in this country, to be exact. Uh, 0.45%, maybe up to 5%, depending if you include active reserves of the population, uh, defend the country. Uh, we've now got potential wars smoldering in, in Europe and hopefully not Taiwan and, uh, Israel now. So I want to thank the veterans publicly for standing up uh, because now 
the people in the United States are going to get an idea of the very nasty people out there, uh, Russians, Hezbollah, uh, and Hamas, who really have no respect for life. Uh, it, it, and that's who we're holding back and did hold back, and historically veterans have put their life in, in the path of the danger to prevent uh, the citizens of the United States uh, from having to endure that kind of abuse. And I think this will bring home, uh, especially, uh, I think it's in November 11th, Dave, uh, another uh, veteran-aligned um, day, that your veterans really have kept these nasty people out of our backyards, and, and a lot of times without any thanks. And then also, the first responders are now seen as the heroes they are as well, including the police uh, and firemen. When you see the destruction occurring and has occurred uh, in Israel, uh, it's not a picnic. And it's also to be noted that the stress uh, that the wars cause. Now, the reason I mention that, you can't ever get used to that kind of horror show. And if you listen to the news, especially some of the better orchestrated interviews, these Israeli Defense Force people are, are exposed to such horrific things. We have to remind ourselves that the just because you put on a uniform, you you don't cease to be a human. Uh, you still are horrified by the literal atrocities which are committed by the Russians and and Hamas and Hezbollah. And so, we I know we spent a lot of time discussing PTSD. And it, it, not only for the veterans, but the veterans' families and 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 their, the veterans' friends and social support groups. Uh, so that's the reason that uh, Dave and I uh, outlined our programs to do that, because there are millions of veterans who uh, have subthreshold PTSD. Uh, as well as overt and diagnosed PTSD. And situations such as this, as wars looming on the edge, uh, bring back memories. We want to mention that Afghani uh, soldiers, uh, U.S. soldiers, and other national nations who participated, when uh, this Biden administration pulled out of Afghanistan from a civilian airport, uh, that's really uh, inexplicable. And even to a dental corps officer, uh, that didn't make any sense. And so we now know what goes on when in, in veterans' minds who stood up and they see part of their world that we'd hope we'd straighten out uh, collapsing. And so it will have an effect on a lot of people, including veterans, families, friends, to realize that the possibility 
of being deployed again, including our reserves, it just might be real. And I do not want to follow in the path of the sky is falling, chicken little newscasters who want to keep the listeners on edge and, and basically fabricate yellow news. But I think it's pretty obvious now with the extended the damage that's occurred along fracture lines. And I, I have not heard any commentators discuss, discuss fracture lines. And, and I'm, as a physician and dentist, I, I, I like to use those words like stress fractures. And the fault lines, the stress fractures, go all the way up through Israel, the border of Egypt, into the north end of Israel, merging into Lebanon and Syria, and on up into, ultimately, Iran, who is the perpetrator and funder of this damage. So with that said, uh, Dave, uh, you know, some of our listeners may wonder why we dwelled on PTSD. Well, PTSD, we'll call it, has has roots of an anxiety disorder. And we want to let our listeners know that if you're starting to feel a little queasy because you know what it's like to be deployed to get your gear, to get on the plane and head for parts unknown and say goodbye to your family, uh, and you know that's going to be happening uh, right now. Apparently another air, air, aircraft carrier force, whatever they call them, task, group, task force, has been assigned. So it's uh, looking looking like uh, hopefully that's going to be preventive, but somehow I, I think it won't be. Dave, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, and uh, I've got one. When we're going to take a break right now, and then when we come back, uh, I've got one, and I it almost sounded like you saw the happened to be watching the same channel or something, but uh, we'll be back in just a moment with more of Dr. Don Moeller and a veteran's place right after this. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on A Veteran's Place on America's Web Radio with Dr. Don Moeller. And, uh, Don, I saw the gentleman had been, he's Israeli and had been a first responder, uh, EMT, basically. And, uh, but he was, as far as doing the EMT side of it and first response, he had been shifted off of that to uh, search and recovery. And uh, 
he unfortunately was one of the ones that went into the theater where Hamas murdered the 250 people that were there to see a show or whatever it was that they were there for. And, um, you know, the guy was being interviewed, and uh, I could... I could just imagine what he basically started breaking up and, you know, and said, I've never, I never in all of my experiences, never seen anything like this. And if you're an EMT, you get exposed to, you know, quite a few things that you find unbelievable, but it's generally only one or two, maybe three or four people at a time. It's not 250 people that have been brutally shot. And it's, you know, and this is something that I have a hard time understanding. It's one thing to shoot and kill somebody, but to shoot them five or six times in the face and or cut their heads off, just... I can't, I, I can't get it together to understand what purpose that serves. You've killed them. It's sort of like saying, I'm going to kill you ten times. Well, once you're dead, you're dead, and the rest of those shots are wasted ammunition. But this guy, you could tell he was a pretty tough cookie, and uh, he was breaking up as he described some of the scenes that he uh came across going through the the theater situation where I believe it was 250 people were slaughtered. And um, Hamas used everything from hand grenades to uh, rifles to their swords. They seemed to... I'd like to take one of their swords and uh, brutalize them. And what they've done to some of the, the women that they've captured and just, you know... It's one thing to, and this is something we learned in, particularly in Vietnam, and you could address this better than I, but, uh, the brutality of mankind. It's one thing to have, we've, we fought something of a sterile war in World War II. Those are the bad guys, we're the good guys, you shoot the bad guys, and they shoot at you. And, uh, but there was not, to my knowledge, there was not a whole lot of the head cutting off and brutality to to the corpse, to a corpse. And uh, this stuff that Hamas has done and, you know, raping women and then dragging them through the streets naked. And, you know, it's just I, I can't get a handle on what any purpose any of that, and I hope that, and, and this is a good question, can you have reverse PTSD where, you know, you think of PTSD, or I think of PTSD as it's being, something is happening to me or it's coming to me, but can these Hamas jerks ever be regretful and, and have their own form of PTSD at some point? Uh, you know, I, I don't think so. I think these people, the gates of hell broke open and they snuck out 
uh, these people are so mentally, they're not, this is not a mental thing. You, if you were schizophrenic and in a break with reality, uh, you perceived a, a nice person as an enemy. Okay, but I don't think any of those people, I, I, let's not use the word people. Slug, Animals. Scum. Oh, you know, my dog is nice. He's an animal. I've had a lot of pets. My goldfish and hamster never do anything like this. I, I resent calling these people, I mean, these slime molds uh, human beings. They, you know, we seem to think bone structure and DNA determine humanity. No, I've seen a lot of human beings from different cultures that are humans, but these guys are not, they're not human. So to answer your question, uh, they can't be rehabilitated, uh, and because it's a, it's a mindset. It's a fanatical mindset. And, uh, and, and also, part of what we're doing now, Dave, uh, you know, that, that movie Cheers, uh, was funny. But people got the idea, uh, of hanging around the old watering hole in the neighborhood and just listening to, uh, the comments of, of their neighbors. And I think we may be providing that uh, right now for the listeners to let them know that this is upsetting because uh, this is the exact thing that we suited up and deployed for uh, to prevent this. And now we're going to have to watch watch it happen again. And another thing, you know, if you notice wars, like take World War One, the amount of films of the destruction and immediate um, updating wasn't done and the newsreels from world war ii were they didn't have that many right now you can go on uh your google and get news feeds from 20 or 30 sources that are updated every couple hours so we are now you know back on the battlefield and that's another reason i wanted to bring this up uh i don't think it's particularly and i'm not their mother or father uh, I don't think it's particularly useful if you had a rough combat tour to watch any of this. Uh, and that's one of my main reasons that I wanted to uh, bring this up because I, I don't recommend that if you've got PTSD or subthreshold PTSD and it's going to bring back memories. It, it's almost like image rehearsal therapy, which is, which is pretty rough waiting, uh, go, uh, uh, if you want to uh, get therapy for PTSD, a lot of people for virtual reality or whatever they call it. So I wanted to, and that's the main reason I wanted to bring this up. Uh, we can move on now because we're not here to do counseling because we, we're just a couple guys talking about it. I wanted to introduce uh, a, a fine individual, um, Karen uh, Davis Parker Dav Davison, uh, who is a Air Force flight nurse. Uh, she was in the reserves, but activated. She spent a lot of time, I think eight to 10 years, maybe 12 years working in the Air Force as a flight nurse. Uh, those nurses are really qualified because although they try and stabilize patients for evacuation, once they head over the pond, they've got these patients as a sole provider. 
they're, they're really well trained. And then Karen went on to work in uh, intensive care uh, and, uh, for for a decade, I think. She also does research in uh, airway uh, and associated problems and neural stimulation. So uh, she's got a lot of a lot of experience and a lot of stories. Um, and uh, she's preparing several books for publication. And uh, Karen and I did research on on some patients a while, very recently, within a month, uh, to help them with their PTSD. Uh, so she's a, a hot ticket. Now, I also want to um, present some information on the progress I'm making with the VA Inspector General and the Federal Trade Commission. I want the listeners to put this on t- in two different boxes. One of is the complaints I have with the treatment of veterans by the VA, and my second box contains what I consider to be, well, let's just think about it. Is it false advertising? Now, I'm going to review something that every veteran uh, and first responder needs to know. If you go to the VA Dental website and you look at the little screenshot that says uh, oral health is part of whole health, that, that's a nice, warm, fuzzy statement. Now, the, cre- the critical factor is not how the people that wrote that statement felt about it. According to the Federal Trade Commission, it's how the veterans who read that feel about it. So I thought, well, let's establish that. So I sent to the congressmen, two different congressmen, requests to have the VA uh, answer the question, what is the difference between dental health care and oral health care and whole health care? That's four months later. Three, four months, what does it matter? They've refused to answer it. They play the get on a horseless merry-go-round and twirl for a while. That's their standard response. I want to I want to tell all the veterans who are listening and, and their families, the VA has refused to answer the question, the difference between dental care and oral health care. Well, if you have a contract with people and you have used vague terms that are open to interpretation, that's a defect in the in, in the contract, but not only that, see, when you put that up and it's in the area of medicine, the Federal Trade Commission sides with the people reading this, which is the veterans. So if we have veterans listening, well, what is the difference between whole health and oral health? What is that difference? Well, don't feel bad because the VA has not defined that difference, and they refuse to. I find that uh unconscionable, because the veterans earned their right to whole health care. That's what the VA system's about. Well, you would, who is going to define that boundary between whole health and oral health? Well, let me, let me help you. PTSD involves the cardiovascular system, blood vessels and heart, like hypertension. It involves the endocrine system, diabetes. It involves the immune system, weakened immune system, the nervous system, obviously, mental health. We'll call that a mental health system. And it also involves a muscular skeletal system. Well, 
if you have PTSD and you get disability for that and you have diabetes, which is an endocrine disorder, you may, I, I don't know if they call it a secondary, but you can, you can tie that in with PTSD. You can tie in hypertension with PTSD. Well, there's this thing called the oral system, and Dave, I love what you said. The VA pretends you don't have a mouth or jaws, just your head just floating around with a brain in it. That's how silly the VA's uh, uh, actions are. The oral system is comprised of the chewing muscles, the nerves, the, uh, the, the vascular system, and the hard structure teeth. Well, where am I going with this? How would you like... The VA doctor that's taking care of you to just go, oh, I know you have diabetes and you think it's associated with PTSD, but we're not, we just ignore that. We're just, we just put that in the box and mail it somewhere else. That's what they're doing with the oral system. How do they do that? They choose to define oral health as equal to dental care. Why did they do that? Because they limit a soldier's, I mean, correction, well, not a soldier because active duty guys get it. They limit a veteran's uh, ability to get dental care. So what the VA does is they define oral health care as dental care. And when they do that, they're allowed to take control over the situation and deny you care. Well, what the problem is, is the research on PTSD does not support that in any way, shape, or form. The oral system is separately affected by PTSD. Now, what advantage does the uh, VA have by classifying uh, oral health as a dental problem? Don, let's well, let, let's let ahead, that so, let's let that soak in, and we'll take a break, and we'll be right back with Dr. Don Muller. And, you know, I think that what you're saying is fascinating, and a lot of veterans had no idea about this. And uh, that's why we say, please, pass this on to your friends, your relatives, anyone that has to deal with the VA. We'll be right back after this. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio and a veteran's place. 
And this is your place if you're a veteran. And if you know a veteran or you're, you have a family member that's a veteran, we invite you to listen to every word. You don't know who or how this may help your friend or your family. And there's so many benefits that uh, are overlooked and and or abused. So back to you, Don. Thanks, Dave. It, it, at first, it sounds complicated. It's not. It's meant to be confusing. I'll tell you quite frankly, oral health care is administered by general surgeons, ear, nose, and throat surgeons, physical therapists, and other medical health care professionals. Why is that? Well, physical therapists work on your temporal mandibular joint. Dentists are not the exclusive or sole providers of oral health care. They are of dental care, you know, drill and fill. I get it. I'm a dentist. I love it. It's a great profession. Ear, nose, and throat individuals walk right into the oral cavity. Imagine this with no training in dentistry and treat tumors and uh, 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 skin disorders in the mouth. Uh, even dermatologists can uh, treat skin disorders in the mouth that have a systemic involvement as well. Well, how about general surgeons? You bet. If you're shot in the face and you need reconstruction, they're called plastic surgeons. Plastic surgeons didn't need to go to uh, dental school. Well, look what the VA has done. The VA has excluded physicians from entering into contributing to the disability nexus for oral health care. Do not accept the VA's definition that dental care is equal to oral health care. Tell them Dr. Moeller sent you, and he's still waiting three months, maybe it's four months, who, <laughs> I've lost track, for a definition. You'd think they'd have that right on the shelf. They don't. So here's the next problem. When you make sure, when you redefine oral health as dental care, then the dentists in the VA get to determine who gets, be careful with the words, Oral health care now, because they've shoved that into the turf of the dentists. That's not correct. That is not done in the civilian world. So what happens? If you have a PTSD oral health problem, for example, you're getting headaches from grinding the snot out of your teeth, clenching at night, having nightmares, your jaw joints hurt, and your teeth are getting destroyed, Read Regulation VA Handbook 1130.01. Read it. The dentist, if you do not convince a dental professional that that your grinding and tooth destruction is related to your PTSD, and they say it specifically, they have the right to tell you to pound sand. They didn't use that word. Well, let's talk about research. Now, how do you determine whether PTSD oral health is affected. I mean, PTSD affects oral health. You do research. Okay, the VA did a research project in this. In 1960, Dr. I.W. Scopp, S-C-O-P-P, at the uh, VA in New York, published a paper in military medicine. There has been no publication for 63 years on PTSD and oral health. More shocking, there out of 3,600 
researchers in the VA system, not a single one is hired to be a dental researcher. Or there are no dental researchers in the VA system. The VA director of research, dental research, does not do research, period. The director of research and development, who happens to be a dentist, does not engage in oral health research either. Well, that's amazing. So 3,600 researchers are composed of psychologists, physicians, PhD, da-da-da, not a single dentist. Well, that's easy to explain why there's no research grants for dentists, because they don't have any mentors. Yours truly, that'd be me, applied for a VA quality improvement fellowship, and I'm not crying in my beer. This is a fact. With all my credentials, in fact, after being a board-certified maxillofacial surgeon and a disabled veteran, they told me to pound sand. I have this in writing. They are not interested in having any dentist doing research. Now, how do I know this? Go to the website on VA quality improvement scholars. You will see they invite physicians, nurses, pharmacists, physical therapists, you name it, including dentists. In 25 years and 300 graduates, they've not had a single dentist in that program. How do you explain that? Real easy. They don't want veterans to get anything that has to do with the mouth or dental care. That is why they have moved your oral health care into the turf of dentists. That's not legal. Now we're going to talk about something even worse. There's a, uh, a lawyer. He was a special ops guy in the Air Force, got a brain injury, and this is in public record. Mr. Uh, uh, Benjamin Krause. Well, he went to the University of Minnesota Law School. That's a pretty, pretty big, highly rated law school. He came back and he made the statement to the VA in 2014. He said, you know, you're having non-qualified people do traumatic brain injury exams. Who are those people? They were regular physicians, nice guys, great guys, but not trained. They were having nurse practitioners, not trained in neurologic exams, and physician assistants. Well, he got a hit into the uh, Veterans uh, House Committee on Veterans Affairs. They made the VA do redo 24,000 examinations, qualifying eligibility examinations. Well, it occurred to me, that there are VA, there are specialists in oral medicine and oral facial pain. These are recognized specialties by the American Dental Association. How many of these individuals are doing the exams? None. How many of the oral medicine people and oral facial specialists, correction, yeah, oral facial pain specialists, were invited to, uh, help with establish the eligibility nexus requirements, done. Now, even worse, I'm a maxillofacial surgeon. I have a medical degree and a dental degree. How many dual-trained physicians and dentists have been invited to participate in this boundary line condition called PTSD oral health? Where does the boundary lie? Well, right now, the VA has allowed the dentists to describe the boundary. That's incorrect. In fact, I believe, in my opinion, it's illegal. The physicians 
are still in charge of the whole body health or somatic health. Now, I am saying they have not had a single physician or physician dentist dual qualified doing research in the area of oral health. So that pretty much sums up the entire argument and puts it in a nice little package and says, I think it's a code red. Now, we all saw that. Now, maybe we didn't. Saw the movie A Few Good Men where Colonel Jessup is being examined in court by that young Lieutenant Chaffee. Yeah, Lieutenant Chaffee. (laughs) Lieutenant Chaffee screams, I think we're entitled to the truth. Did you call a code red? All the evidence I've presented, and there's more, I believe the VA has called a code red on on oral health care. They refuse to provide it. Now, how do you get around this? I'd simply write my congressman and say, I want a definition of oral health because, and remember to include this, as a veteran with a hurting mouth and broken teeth and hurting joint and headaches from chewing muscles, I think oral health is owed to me because it's part of PTSD. That's just that simple. Because the F- Federal Trade Committee Commission will side with you. Because when a veteran reads oral health like, well, what do you call my my jaw joint hurt? What do you call my muscles of mastication? You know, when you grind your teeth and they hurt, you're hurting teeth and other problems. What do you call that? I call that oral health. The fact that the VA refuses to define that, I, I find a hard time believing it's not intentional. And, and let's use those nasty words, bait and switch. It's up to the VA to prove that it's not intentional. And the next thing I'm going to mention is if you go to the National Center for PTSD, try and find a section written by a dentist that explains oral health problems in those that have PTSD. Well, let's just pretend that you were a psychologist who pretty much dominates that field. You could have gone to 60 published papers that connected oral health with PTSD. They didn't do that. To make matters worse, I sent emails to the director of the Center for Executive Director for the Center for PTSD, and I said, "You don't have any explanation of PTSD and oral health." Hmm, very interesting how a psychologist tells a board-certified maxillofacial surgeon they know more about oral health and PTSD. The answer is they didn't do a thing. Go to the website. You will find opinions written by psychologists on mental health and PTSD, etc. Find one on oral health. I think that's intentional. No, I know it's intentional because I wrote an email that they need to do it, and they refuse to. So think about it. If you were a jurist sitting in a jury box and heard this information, and there's a poor veteran sitting on the, as a plaintiff saying, you know, I can't get oral health care. If you go to a VA facility and you have disabilities, let's say, for example, PTSD, say, I don't want dental care. I want oral health care. And if they don't know the difference, get a lawyer. Dave, is that strong language? No, I think it's dead on and something that uh, every vet and anybody that has or knows a vet should know. And, you know, we, we 
We've got to put the VA up against the wall. And Don, Dr. Moeller, and myself, we can't do it by ourselves. We need your help, veterans' help, from across the nation. And the VAs need to have this. We need... We need veterans walking into VAs across the country saying, I want oral health. And are you going to provide it for me? Yeah, and you know, Dave, they can copy it down and use these arguments. Um, The fact that out of 15,000 published papers by the VA, and now I have to admit I found it last week, I found one, okay, one, on PTSD and oral health in 1960 in military medicine by Dr. Erwin Walter Scop, S-C-O-P-P or S-C-O, yeah, Scop. Uh, okay, one article, that's pretty good. You'd think that would have started a landslide of more articles and research. No, it shut them down. So ask your uh, elected representative, why are there no dental researchers in the VA? Real easy. Let me just review the facts. The VA has residencies and fellowships in general dentistry, endodontics, that's root canal, periodontics, that's gum disease, prosthodontics, that's crowns, and dentures. Whoops, there are no residencies, no residencies or fellowships in dental research. How can that be with 2 million or more veterans Two million or more with PTSD-associated oral health problems. Amazing, isn't it? And we're going to have to take a break on that. You're listening to A Veteran's Place with Dr. Don Moeller. We'll be back right after this. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on A Veteran's Place with our host, Dr. Don Muller. And, you know, Don, I I sit here and listen to you week after week, and it's... I think you're causing me to have PTSD against the VA, you know? Uh, it's just, it, you know, it's like 
you want to move a rock, but you ain't big enough to move it. And you're trying to think of every angle you can to move that rock. And maybe you only want to move it several inches, but you just can't move it. And your friend Joe comes along, and the two of you can't move it. And you you get Bill, and finally you get enough people pushing and shoving on that rock that it finally moves. And this is what we're looking at with the VA. People have to know about it, but not only know about it, they have to do something about it. And doing something about it is what Don has told you over and over again, that you've got to go to your representative, U.S. representative. Going to your state representative won't do a whole lot of good, but go to your U.S. representative, or if you have an in with your U.S. senator, we've got to get together and start pushing on this rock to make the VA change this. Because as a veteran, you're owed something. You signed a contract. You lived up to your end of the contract. And it's time that the government, the VA, honors their side of the contract. You and deserve you know, whole help. If you want a copy of that contract, go to the VA website Click on the dentistry uh, and, and look at the thing. They say oral health care is part of whole health. Right there, there's your contract. Print it, walk into the VA, and I did. By the way, I did. God bless them. I don't have anything. I don't ever come down on the little people at the front desk. But I walked up and I said, hey, here's here's my veterans card. Okay, what can we do for you? I said, I'm here for oral health care. And they said, we don't have a dentist here in the Columbus VA. I said, I know, but I'm, I'm not interested in dental care. I'm here for oral health care. And they what did they do? What they're told, we don't have a dentist here. And I said, I don't want dental care. I want oral health care. And they looked at each other, and they said, we don't understand what you want. And you see, that's because they've never been told They've never been told the VA has done this on purpose. Don't don't jump the people at the front desk. One letter to your congressman saying, I want oral health care. Here's a copy of my contract right there. And I said black and white and green because it is in black and white and green. Okay? This is my contract. The VA said they'd take care of my whole health care and... They, this this screenshot says oral health care is part of whole health care. So what? What's the confusion? You know, if you're offered a warranty on your dishwasher and it breaks, they go, "Oh, well, it doesn't cover things that wash dishes. It only covers dishwashers." What? Do you understand? So it's not complex. This is how you do it. Take a copy of the screenshot. Walk into your VA and say, I want all health care. It's not hard. Hmm. All right, Dave, we're about done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a, a few minutes to go before. Uh, in on, 
I, I'm just wondering, and was going to ask you anyway, uh, with all the stuff that's on TV right now, and I've been amazed that some of the some of the shots have been pretty graphic, to say the least. And some of the reporters have gotten even more graphic. What do you think, and as you mentioned, and we've mentioned it on America's Web Radio now, with uh, several of our hosts that are veterans that feel like we are moving towards a bad situation in the United States that could break out at any moment. Our system is so broken, we have no clue of how many sleeper cells there are in the United States that could uh, do the same thing to the U.S. that Hamas has done to Israel. And I guess I want to steal a line from the Boy Scouts, and that's be prepared. Be prepared from the standpoint of having a medical kit that you know how to use. Be prepared with food that can uh, stored food. And if you have a weapon, you may have to use that weapon at some point. But be prepared, talk to your neighbors, and always, always be observant. Know what's going on around you because... You know, very easily, and I'm not trying to do anything other than what our veterans have told us. And and just like you, you started out, Don, you said, you know, if you've been experienced in this, you know, for lack of better words, there's a smell in the air. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and... and just like you laughed then, but unless you've been there and done that, you don't know what what Don's talking about. But there's there's something in the wind, and it's a scary thought to think of the number of people that have crossed our southern border that have crossed it for with one goal in mind. And that's killing the United States, doing damage to us in the United States. And that trigger is going to be pulled one of these days. And our folks, our veterans, and, and these are not grunts like me. These are, these are lieutenant colonels and colonels and... We even to clean out the clean things out. We had a got a general's opinion, and if it's not leading towards this, God has already answered our prayers. But if it goes like it seems to be going, um, we could have war coming to your front door, and it's a scary thought, but. Like I said, be prepared. Talk to your neighbors. Decide who can do this and do that. And this is this it it's 
it's good business to do it anyway. We might not be, we may fortunately never be attacked, which would be the best scenario. But, you know, tornadoes, they don't know that we're prepared. And it works for a tornado just as well as it works for a terrorist attack. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's just the Boy Scouts have got it down right. Be prepared. So with that being said, um, I'm waiting for Brett to come back in and give me the high sign that uh, we have talked our way out of business today. And, Don, I... I uh, want to thank you for all that you've done and and all that you're doing and this, you know this is where you get the difference between someone that's doing it for the money involved i.e. a Biden or someone like that and someone that just cares Don has spent I have no idea and don't it's none of my business but he spent out of his pocket a lot of money trying to deliver for you, the veteran, that your government has let you down. And, you know, you've got to help Don out now and raise hell with the VA and with your representative to get what all veterans, not just you, but all veterans deserve. And talk to them. When you go to one of your veteran meetings uh, and uh, you get an opportunity to talk, tell them about Don. Tell them about oral health. Tell them about full, you know, it's like the VA looks at like you don't have a hat on, you know, and it's not attached right. to the rest of your body. So tell, and if they don't believe you, tell them to go back and listen to a veteran's place on America's oh. Web Radio. That this there you will, go, Dave. <laughs> this will do it. Well, Mr. Brett has just come in and and shaking his finger at me, so I guess that means we got to go. Don, thank you for another great show, and thank you for all that you're, all the time that you're giving to your fellow veterans. And trying to help them. Bye, Bob. I mean, Dave. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, bye, Dave. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.